What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, though? Welcome to the TAGT Show. I'm your host, Mr. Slate, and I want to thank you for tuning in for WFLNT Radio Channel 810.5. That's right, y'all. It's about that time for some headline news. I want you to sit back, grab you a glass of wine, a sip of cognac, and relax. You had a long, hard day, and there's a lot going on out here, so let's get into it. What up, what up, what up, what up, what up, doe? Welcome to the TAGT Show. This is Mr. Slate. I want to thank you for tuning in to WFLNT Radio, channel 810.5, y'all. Yes, it's been a while. Um, I haven't uh, put anything out since Mother's Day. And um, I had to pay some bills, man. So it didn't upload, but we got it uploaded. I apologize. Um, a lot of people were asking where's the new episode that you put out and I was just telling people I did it I did it and I finally had the time to really look and it is out there episode 18 happy mother's day um check it out um I didn't do too much news in it but go check it out you know what I mean but today is uh May 16th uh, it's around 5:47 uh, Eastern Standard Time. We're in Myersville, Maryland. Um, we got a load to drop off uh, in Swedesboro, New Jersey, which is like two and a half hours away. And they're closed. So we're going to go ahead and shut it down and probably take off around 1 a.m. in the morning to get there around 4 and be on deck when they open up so we can dock and get this over with. But, um, yeah, man, I hope y'all been doing okay out there. It's been a while. I'm going to commit to you guys. I'm going to make a commitment that I am going to shoot an episode out at least once a week. At least once a week. I promise. I'm going to stick to that promise. It's just been real hectic out here, and it's been crazy. And, you know, y'all just got to understand, man. You just got to understand. But you know what? I am going to commit to y'all and get y'all at least one new episode out, you know, Um, and I'm going to commit to that and I'm going to stand on that. I'm definitely going to stand on that. So, um, yeah, man, other than that, everything's been cool out here. I'm seeing um, establishments, truck stops, stores in certain states that are requiring you to wear a mask. Um, when you go inside the facilities, uh, which I think is a good thing. So it's no mask, no service. I, I definitely agree with that. If we're going to reopen things and we're going to get back to uh, close to a normal life as we can, that we definitely need to be taking precautions. I still go in the restroom and I see people use the restroom and walk right out of the restroom. Come on, y'all wash your hands. It's not that hard. You know, I don't know if you're scared of, uh, touching the knobs on the water fountains or whatever the case may be. Um, there's ways around that. Grab a paper towel. That's what I do. I don't touch nothing. I grab a paper towel. I turn the water on. I turn the water off. You know, um, I paper towel and put it put some sanitizer on that paper towel and some soap and wipe down the area that you're using um you know if you're brushing your teeth or or washing your face or you can just get a a case of bottled waters and brush your teeth at your truck there's things that you can do man that um 
don't require you to touch things hands on. So keep that in mind. Wash your hands. Um, the social distancing thing, I'm definitely more aware now. Um, going home two or three weeks ago, I was clueless, you know, even though I saw the X's on the floor and, and things like that, it just really wasn't embedded in my head. And it took me a while to really realize that, you know, I got to keep my distance from people. I wasn't shaking hands or anything like that. And I wasn't tapping people up, but I was definitely clueless on the six feet thing, walking up on the counters and to people and things like that. So I'm definitely more aware. I'm definitely more cautious now. Um, I don't like people close behind me or, or in the proximity, six feet, you know, step back, you know, but I'm definitely more aware. And you guys need to be more aware as things are opening up, just take precautions just because they're opening up things. Doesn't mean that it's safe. You know, if you're not thinking about yourself, at least think about your loved ones. Um, I do plan on going home. Uh, we got about 5,600 5, more miles to go before my training is finished. And I'm able to go home. And I think I'm going to try to stay home like a week and get my kids. And <clears throat> and uh, we're just going to practice social distancing, you know. But I definitely do miss my kids. Uh, I miss my son in Texas. I, I miss my mom, my pop. You know, I've been out here just running, running, running. As um, far as the loads... Um, they're looking better. There still was a wait in California. I was supposed to pick up a three-part load in California, and that took three days. Got to the first pickup. They took forever to actually load, and it was frustrating. So that pushed, that pushed the second part out another day because they closed by the time we got there. So we had to spend the night wake up get loaded they took a while for us to get loaded so then that pushed the last pickup which was the third part out a day so we had to sit there wait for them to open and grab that and then we left so it kind of put us a couple days behind but we we're still early two and a half hours away to load is not due until 5 a.m and it's pretty much six o'clock so I think we did pretty good still. But, uh, yeah, let's get into some headline news, man. This is the T-A-G-T show. Don't forget to hit your like buttons, hit your subscribe buttons, hit your bells, your whistles. Also, you can contact us for shout-outs or any suggestions or any comments, uh, good or bad. We like it all, man. Uh, Mr. Slate. 810 at gmail.com. That's Mr. Slate810 at gmail.com. Also, hit us up on Facebook, The TAGT Show. That's The TAGT Show. You can find us out there on Facebook. Also, on Twitter, Mr. Underscore Slate. Mr. Underscore Slate. That's at Mr. Underscore Slate 810. So check us out, y'all. Hit us on the hotline 810-553-6592. That's 810-553-6592. So, hey, let's check it out and see what we got going on. So, uh, corona, coronavirus cases slow in U.S., but the big picture remains uh, tenuous. And this is coming from 
uh, the New York Times. This was published May 16th, 2020 by Julie Bolzman, Amy Harmon, and Mitch Smith. Uh, reports of new cases have declined nationally and deaths have slowed, but reopening plans leave unanswered questions. That is a definite, uh, 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 a head-on statement with me at least, you know. Um, but let's see what's going on. They say in Chicago, the number of new coronavirus cases confirmed in the U.S. Uh, has steady, steadily declined in recent days. In New York, the figure has dropped over the past month. The numbers have also plunged in hard-hit Massachusetts, Rhode Island, and some states, including Vermont, Hawaii, and Alaska, are reporting few new cases at all. So it does seem like things are declining. Uh, looks like we hit our peak and we're on the down climb. But that progress, like they say, is tenuous and uncertain. Um, so it's just about taking precautions, like I said, man. Definitely taking precautions and trying to stay aware and safe. Use your mask, use your hand sanitizer, uh, brush your teeth, wash your tail, comb your hair, all that stuff, man. You know what I mean? Just take care of yourself, man. Um, the nation has reached a perilous moment in the course of the epidemic, embracing signs of hope and beginning to reopen businesses and ease the very measures that slowed the virus despite the risk of resurgence. With more than two-thirds of the state significantly relaxing restrictions on how Americans can move about over the last few weeks, an uptick in cases is widely predicted. So they're saying by us reopening um, that they're expecting an uptick in cases and in deaths. I hope that's not the case. It's ultimately up to us, y'all. It's not up to them. Because they're they're in their offices in the White House, and they're they're they got people that's contracting it around them as well. Don't get it twisted. Don't think that they're not getting infected, and this virus is not affecting them as well. Because they like you, they go home. They have they interact with people that are out here in the public and moving around. So you know they're getting infected. It's just not being reported like, you know, like it should be. And I get it. You know, I get it. But I'm definitely going to post this uh, link <clears throat> from the New York Times on uh, the Facebook page. Um, the T.A.G.T. Show. That's the T.A.G.T. Show on Facebook. So I will be posting that. Moving on, moving on, moving on. What we got next over here. So it looks... Um, the undocumented restaurant workers and uh, other workers who fed us are being forgotten. You know, um, I know this is a touchy situation, especially for you hardcore patriots out there um, that, you know, flies that 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 specific banner no matter what, you know, but you have any type of humanitarian blood inside of you just a drip you gotta understand um that 
you know, this country was founded and 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 built by immigrants and and people that are not native to this land since the beginning of colonization of this country like it's just a fact and for us to ignore it is is a bit crazy in my opinion but um i'm not biased to anything i'm going to report even things that i don't agree with but if it affects the populace i will definitely report it you know um me i feel this article uh this article is uh, Los Angeles Times. Um, this was uh, published May 15th, 2020 at 6 a.m. by Patricia Oh Escar... I don't want to butcher this name, but I'm going to just give it a shot. Escar... E-S-C-A-R-C-E E-G-A. For all my Latinos out there, y'all probably laughing at me, but uh, Escarciga, Escarciga. I hope I said that right. But um, for undocumented restaurant workers, life during the coronavirus has few safety nets. Um, there's a guy um, in Los Angeles named Tony Ruiz. I'm sorry, Tony Ruiz um, that worked at a restaurant and he's 31 years old two months ago um, he had a steady job as a line cook in San Francisco in the San Francisco saloon uh, it's a long-standing bar and grill and on Pico Boulevard and was he was renting a room in a home near West LA neighborhood where he grew up um, with the coronavirus hitting and this pandemic hit as you know all these restaurants closed down people lost their job but this is the thing he's he's not documented so um pretty much he he's left in the wind and there's probably thousands more people um that are left in the wind that are not documented so they don't get the stimulus check you know what i mean they can't apply for certain aids that we as as legal uh, citizens of of this country that we can apply for certain things and we can take advantage of certain um, crisis benefits that they're they're just left in the wind. And me myself personally, this is just my personal opinion. I don't see um, why we can't implement something to kind of help them out. Um, like I said, it's a sticky, sticky situation. It's a sticky topic. Uh, I know you have people that say, well, you know, they need to legally enter this country the proper way and, um, you know, do things the proper way and then they can take advantage of it. But at the same time, they're human. You know what I mean? He was born here. His parents bought him here and, um, he was he was bought here as, as a child, man. I mean, he was he was he's, he's he was born here pretty much, but he doesn't have any papers. You know, his, his no. He, I'm, I apologize. He wasn't born here. He, his parents bought him uh, to the U.S. from um, 
Mexico when he was a year old. So he's been here since a year old. And he's put in just as much work as anybody else. He's worked all of his life when he reached the age to work. But he's just not documented. So there's people out there like that that are in a situation. I think, you know, that something should be implemented to help them out as well especially if you were brought over here at one at, at one year old you were a one year old when you're you're a year old when you was brought over here you don't have no control over that you know what i mean and you worked all of your adult life like i think it's crazy i think it's crazy and from what i'm seeing here from this article uh 10 of the industry workforce or more than a million U.S. restaurant workers are undocumented. Many work in low pay back of house jobs uh, without worker protection. So you got these people that own these companies that take advantage of that. You know what I mean? Like if you're going to crucify the workers, I mean, you definitely should crucify the owners of these businesses that take advantage of these people and giving them low pay just because they're undocumented. They're giving them low undercutting pay. That's pretty much pennies. And then something like this happens. They have to close down. They walk away scot-free without having to pay these people anything or, or give these people anything. And then they're just left in the wind. So I'll be posting that article as well as from the L.A. Times. This was published uh, May 15, 2020 at 6 a.m. Uh, the title of it, the undocumented restaurant workers who fed us are being forgotten. This is their struggle. So check that out, y'all. And let me know how you how you feel about that. Me, myself, personally, I, I really think they should have something implemented in place to help these people out. So it looks like uh, moving on. We got another $3 trillion stimulus package on the line. Uh, with another $3 trillion stimulus package on the line, here's everything the government has done to rescue the economy so far. Uh, this article is coming from Forbes, uh, May 16, 2020, by Sarah Hansen. Um, it hasn't actually been passed yet. Um, the House of Representatives passed it, but I think the bill has to reach the Senate and then the Senate has to approve everything and we go from there. Um, looking over everything the government has done so far, uh, emergency money for testing and paid leave, uh, tax and student loan extensions, the $2.2 trillion CARES Act, um, the $484 billion Interim CARES Act, uh, the Federal Reserve Emergency Initiatives. Um, after all that, what's next? Um, they have the, tr the $3 trillion HEROES Act is what it's being called. Uh, the sweeping coronavirus rescue bill introduced by the House of Democrats this week passed the House on Friday evening. The cornerstone of the bill is $875 billion in, in additional funding for state and local governments and $20 billion each for tribal governments. Wow, wait a minute. So 
$875 billion for state and local governments, and you're only giving $20 billion to tribal governments and U.S. territories, like, that's a little off, but let's go on. The legislation also includes another $75 billion for testing new provisions for hazard pay and essential workers, $75 billion in mortgage relief, $100 billion in rental assistance, plus another $25 billion for the Postal Service and provisions for a second round of $1,200 stimulus checks. There's also $3.6 billion for elections, $10 billion for supplemental nutrition assistance programs, and $10 billion for small businesses. If it passes the Senate in its current form, which is unlikely to do, the bill astronomical price tag would make it the largest piece of stimulus legislation in American history. I stand on what I said uh, when the first wave of checks were coming out. We need it, but there's it just don't feel right to me. I, I honestly think that that we're going to pay for this in the future some way, somehow by us being in debt you know me rolling around the country seeing the infrastructure of this company I mean this 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 country which is a company by the way um, it's a corporation um, but I don't feel good about it but then I look at the faces of people that are jobless and out of work that are struggling right now and it's like, damn, they got to have the money. $1,200 doesn't go, doesn't go a long way, especially if you're already behind on bills. It doesn't go a long way at all. Um, but I, I just don't feel good about it. I just think that, that it, it's, it's definitely something we're going to have to pay for in the long run. Um, and, you, and you think about who's footing the bill on this. You know, the Treasury Department announced last week that it intends to borrow $3 trillion during the current quarter to cover the massive cost of the federal government response to the coronavirus crisis. That number only accounts for the legislation that has been passed to date, however, and it will grow dramatically if the HEROES Act or any other piece of major stimulus legislation becomes law. So... The key word is the, tre- the, the the key the key sentence rather. The Treasury Department an- uh, announced last week that it intends to borrow. Keep that in mind, y'all. Intends to borrow three trillion during the current quarter to cover the massive cost of the federal government's response to the coronavirus crisis. Who are they borrowing this money from? My guess is coming from that good old Federal Reserve Bank. That's 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 where that money is coming from. And we all know how they operate. So you think they just going to just, you know what I mean? Like, just, no, we're going to have to pay that back some way, somehow. Oh, sorry, you got to look at the wording of these articles and what they're putting in these articles and what they're saying on TV. 
what I mean? Like, like definitely keep an eye open because, man. But, uh, yeah, y'all, I'm not going to make this a, a long, long show. It's almost at a half an hour. I'm going to start keeping things under a half an hour. Um, so um, I'm going to post these articles on the Facebook page the T-A-G-T show that's the T-A-G-T show on Facebook hit your like buttons and we finally got accepted through iHeartRadio so y'all can look at the pod y'all can listen to the podcast on iHeartRadio if you go to iHeartRadio check us out the T-A-G-T show that's right y'all so um, I want to give a few shout outs um, that I received emails and um, kudos from people all over the country here Juan Espinoza from Albuquerque, New Mexico. Shout out to you, man. I hope you and your family are safe. I hope things are working out for you, man. Hang in there. Carl Blackwood from San Francisco, California. I thank you for the shout out, man. And I'm giving you a shout out back, my brother. Stay strong. Keep your family safe. I hope everybody's doing good on your end as well. Henry Jones out of Houston, Texas. I want to thank you for listening, sir. I am my prayers and, 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 and hopes and everything go out to you and your family. I hope everything is straight. Valerie Hicks from Martinsburg, West Virginia. Thank you for the shout out and I'm shouting you back out, sweetheart. Thank you for listening. I hope everything is safe with your family as well. Blessings to you. William Tittle out of Lima, Ohio. Thank you for the email and the words of encouragement, sir. I'm praying for you and your family as well, and I hope things are going well for you also. So, yeah, man, this is the TAGT show. I am going to commit to posting every week. It may be Saturday. It may be Sunday, but I'm going to post I'm going to post for you guys. I'm sticking to that. Hit us on the hotline, y'all. 810-553-6592. Hit us on the email at Mr. Slate. Under, no, Mr. Slate 810 at gmail.com. Twitter, Mr. Underscore Slate 810. And also um, hit us on Facebook, The T-A-G-T Show. I'm your host, Mr. Slate. I want to thank y'all for tuning in for WFLNT Radio, channel 810.5, man. And we are out of here. Be blessed.